بسم الله الحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وآله وصحبه وجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته how are you guys doing today وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته so if you guys are new please make sure you guys like and subscribe hit that notification bell and be on the lookout for a new podcast episode every single week inshallah and what's this episode about today today's episode we're going to be talking about seeking forgiveness in yourself forgiving others and most importantly seeking the forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what do you guys think is step one in seeking forgiveness sincerity of what like for forgiveness for, for, forgiving yourself forgiving for me, uh, yourself. or like for anything sincerity for me accountability it's yeah like bro one of the hardest things that i figured out is that it's so hard to admit that you did something wrong yeah like especially even if, like if you know it's a sin and you did it it's so hard to to say it out loud that you did it wrong like, you could know it in your head like you know it in your heart mm -hmm. you did wrong but being able to say it out loud is one of the especially hardest like even if like you did something wrong say you owe somebody some money but you you're telling them you don't owe them money like you it, like it's hard to admit now like one thing that i see is very common like that is practiced amongst like the majority of people nowadays is the fact that they try to justify what they're doing. Yeah. Like they know they what they're excuses. doing is wrong, but they, you know, they just want to make up a hundred different excuses on, you know, why, why, why the reason they did it is right. And why the other person's reason is wrong. Like they, they have even to they be can, right. Even though they can be completely wrong. And this is a tactic of the shaitan and we need to avoid this inshallah. Yes. Step one, avoid all excuses and take a hundred percent accountability for your actions. Yeah. That's step one. But like, how do you achieve that step one? Like being able to take accountability for your actions. That's kind of hard. Like, you could admit, like, if you if you freaking like broke something in the house or something, but being able to, you know, go to your Lord, the one who created you, and tell him, yeah, I wronged myself, like, and I'm like, but and even admit the wrong. You like, saying say, that you saying no. that you didn't wrong yourself, or you saying that you did wrong yourself, it doesn't change the reality that you wronged yourself. Bro, you could say you could always make the dua, la ilaha illallah, mean like, yeah, I was one of the wrongdoers. But can you admit the wrongdoing that you did? Like if you, what if, other choice do you have? No, but if someone if someone commits zina, do you think they could admit it out loud, saying, yeah, I committed zina? And they could admit, yeah, that was wrong. I, I, you know, it's a sin. I, I mean, they're not supposed to. To themselves. To themselves. I mean, yeah. yeah. You have to be able to admit your sin to, uh, out loud. Uh, you know, like when you repent to Allah, if you, if you committed a sin and you're repenting for that sin, you have to be able to admit it out loud to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he knows what's in your heart. But you know, you get even more rewards when you could say it out loud, when you could speak on it. Just like when you make du'as, Allah knows exactly what's one in your heart, especially if you're sincere and, and you know that like only Allah can provide that for you. If you seek it out loud, if you say it out loud, then, you know, you, there's more rewards coming for you for that because you, you had the courage to, you know, speak out loud to your Lord, even though you can't see him. You know, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he emphasizes so much the people who believe in the unseen, in the unknown, because we don't know anything besides what Allah has told us. And we have, we have not seen anything that uh, Allah has not revealed to us. So the people who could believe in that and the people who could reach out to that, you know, that's, there's a greater reward for you in that type of stuff. And seeking forgiveness is part of that. You have to be able to like say it out loud because you know saying out loud really tells you like okay I'm I'm truly sorry for what I did like I'm truly yeah. I feel bad for what I did like, I wronged myself in this in this aspect but like at the same time I you know Allah doesn't feel anything like for you like He doesn't need your repentance but when you do it it's more like I failed you my Lord because you know like everything you do is for Allah right so you don't want to fail Allah and when you say it out loud that you're you're admitting that like I failed you but even more so I failed myself. So how like how how would you tell someone you have to take accountability for like a certain sin? 
I mean, I tell them to stop making excuses. Excuses are what draws away from accountability. It's like it's like if I lose a boxing match. Why did you lose that boxing match? Like, oh, he was better than me. Oh, I was tired. I was <laughs> Look, tired this day. Oh, I was tired that day. Like, bro, you're just making naming excuses. Take accountability. He was like, I lost. Like, I could, I should have trained harder. I should have did better. And it's just the same thing with sin. Like, oh, maybe I should have I should have paid attention to the Quran versus more. I should have paid attention to the, to the Hadith more that warned me against this. I knew it was wrong, and I still engaged in it. Where did I go wrong? You have to like look back and see where you went wrong. Take take accountability. That's what, for me, it's eliminating excuses. You can use that in every aspect of life, too. Like, it's like, why you did bad on a test? Well, I should have studied more. You got to take that, accountability. You can't just use an excuse. Oh, I felt bad this day. Well, that doesn't change the fact that you got a 60% on your test. True. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, with the way we can make an excuse for everything. And like, look, uh, I'm not going to use the harsh language, right, that my old boss used. But mm-hmm. he, 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 came, he told me this one saying. He said, excuses are like a-holes. And everyone has them, and they're all full of. <laughs> you guys, you guys should know exactly what I'm talking about. Which I mean, like, if you look at it in like that scope, I mean, it's very true. Everyone can come with an excuse, and everyone has an excuse. Everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has a sad story to tell. But the thing is, what are you gonna do with that? Mm-hmm. You know how how are you how are you gonna move past that? How are you going to drive drive yourself through that? And how are you gonna be able to get to where you need to be? The way and I look to achieve to achieve the best amount of sincerity. Look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in the Quran, he will not burden a soul beyond that it can bear, right? Meaning he's never going to put anybody through something they can't handle because everybody, he knows everybody was created. Like we're all humans, but at the same time, we can all endure different things. Yeah. Like, we can all handle different things. And with that, like you have to truly take that to heart. Like, okay, if he's not burdening me beyond that, which I can bear, obviously when we do wrong, we do wrong to ourselves. No, Allah did not say that. Allah did not say, oh, yeah, you're going to do wrong. So, yep, you're done. Like, no, what you do wrong, that's against you. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knew what you were going to do before you even birthed that thought. Before you even birthed the thought to even go do that wrong, Allah knew you were going to do it. But now it's it's a test to see, okay, what are you going to do with that? Because there are there are so many, like, outcomes from that, from when you do that wrong. Like, you could stray down a bad path, you know, live in regret and all this and fall into the path of shaitan. Or you can fall into repentance and turn to Allah and, you know, pray pray um, salahs like uh, salat al-tawbah and stuff like that. And salat al-istikhara, you know, seek repentance and seek yeah. guidance from Allah. And you... You right. see, there, both these things could, like, you, you could easily go down both these paths, but one of them is going to be, like, a harder road to go down. The harder road is the one where you seek repentance from Allah because you have to truly yeah, admit it takes, wrong. Now, I got a question some, for you. Huh? What is the difference between istikhara and tawbah? Istikhara is seeking guidance. Like, um, istikhara like is, like, is for, like, a decision. So, yes. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Istighfar. Istighfar. Oh, Istighfar okay. and tawbah. What is the difference? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Seeking forgiveness and repenting. So I would. Um, okay. Oh no, that's a good question. That's a good question, brother. <laughs> Answer well, me. <laughs> look, look, the viewers are listen, looking for listen. answers. So when in the Quran, when uh, in Surah Nasr, when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "In who tawaba," indeed He is um, for um, accepting of repentance. Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't say He's He's accepting of forgiveness. You you seek forgiveness, but you make repentance. Repent. Oh, I know that. Seeking forgiveness is like you wipe away the deed, you know, like wipe it away from you. But repentance is correcting the way. Yeah, exactly. Correcting so, your errors. Like, so like if you have would, a bad habit, right. you seek repentance and you you stop it. This, this is step two. This is after right. accountability. You got to stop what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the way I would explain it is istighfar is you seeking Allah's forgiveness, you asking for Allah's forgiveness. But tawbah is you, you changing your life, you mm-hmm. changing your ways mm-hmm. completely. 
And we know we all know the famous. And verse. this Allah does not change the condition of a people unless they change it within themselves. Allah, Allah is knowing what is, what is within you. If you truly want to stop, if you truly want to do something, Allah is knowing what is within you, and He He's knowing whether you are worthy of the reward of it or like worthy of the repentance of it. Like, are you truly sincere? He is knowing of. That's the beauty of it. And like speaking of like self forgiveness, one of the hardest things to like get out of the habit of because you guys said like breaking bad habits is you know breaking out of the fold of regret. Because regret comes from shaitan. When we live in a in a state where we'd be like, oh, if only I just didn't do this, or if only like I didn't go out that day, and like, and then this wouldn't have happened, and this type of stuff. Bro, let this be a message. Anything that's happened, it it was gonna happen. No, if like even if all of mankind trying to change it, like it was gonna happen. So there's no point in looking back on it. If you're still alive, you're still here. Well, lie then like you, it's a blessing. It's as a another it's chance. a blessing as another chance, and there's no you reason to live. Use it there's as no a reason to live in regret. There's no reason to look back at yesterday and be like, oh, if only I hadn't gotten that car crash. It was gonna no, happen listen, no matter listen. what. Look, there's no there's no like harm in looking back at something and be like, okay, see see how I've changed. Like reflecting <laughs> on what you like how you've changed from that situation, from that like sin that you've committed or something. If you know that you're like you're trying to follow the right path. Now, if you're looking at, at it like regret, like, oh, if only this had happened and this had happened, now you're thinking, you know, Allah could, uh, Allah didn't do the best thing that was for you. Because yeah. everything that happens for you is supposed to be the best for you. Especially if you're if you're one who believes in Allah in the last day and you follow the ways of the Prophet, whatever happens to you, that is what is best for you. And if you if you start stop believing in that, that could actually take you out of the fold of Islam because now you're gonna start associating associating other things with what you're gonna, happened so, to you're you. gonna start asking like now why Allah the, why me the divine decree of Allah and that is one of the articles of faith in Islam. Yeah. When so you, uh -huh. okay, go ahead. The, I'm, I was just gonna say that's another like the way the way that you deal with regret is you also have to ask yourself why are you here like like what is the purpose of like like you know when you um so, like a calamity happens to you and you it always goes back to that question man why am I here like why is this happening to me well well yeah for example like you, you're being tested like what what else is there like like this was gonna happen no matter what you can't change the reality no more no stupid question is gonna change the reality anymore the only thing that's gonna change it the only thing from now on is how you respond that's the only thing that's gonna happen but people focus on other things oh why did this happen why 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 you going, wanna keep asking why it already happened it didn't going matter back to like how you said you're gonna go back to the purpose of life like look for example like everyone everyone like is guilty of this is you know we're we're so sucked up in this world uh affairs like you know people or cars or the money or whatever it may be and then once these things are actually taken away from you you just start you start to ponder you're like wow like i didn't know i could actually live without these types of things like people think like oh just this person's alive right now. I talk to them every single day. I can't even imagine how my life would be without them. And then mm -hmm. they get taken away out of their life. You know, let's mm -hmm. say this person dies or they backstab them. Now, now you have to actually deal with this person without your life. And this is Allah's way of making, making a pathway back to him. Mm -hmm. Like even bro, when, when we're in Sudan, when we're in the village, like we can go from, like we can go from being in Dubai with like with all the buildings and the urbanization and then we can go to Sudan in the most rural areas with the most rural people and we will talk to them the same, we'll eat with them the same, we'll feel the same emotions, we'll pray the same, we'll pray in the same direction. Like, isn't, and it all goes back like, what? what is the, wow, like I'm over here and I was just over there and like, what was the purpose? Like, like what am I really doing here? And then he, like, it's yeah. the same thing with repentance. Like you have it, to, it, and regret. It's almost like this life is kind of like a trial and error. Like you it's have like, yeah. to go through, you have to do things and go through things for you to figure out like exactly how, where you're going to be in life and how you're going to continue to progress. Because you can't just start at the top. Nobody started at the top. You look at the Prophet Ali exactly. Islam, he started at the bottom, like the bottom of the bottom. Everything that, everything bad that could happen to someone, it, it happened to him. Happened to Imagine, him. literally, well, it happened, happened to him. him. From a young age, this man, he, first off, he never had a man in his life that was like a father figure or, or his sons or anything because 
um, uh, what was what was it? it did, like they didn't want no man influence to be on him. Hmm? I'm not the fact sure. that he had no father, all of his sons died when he was uh, when he was when they were young and all this type of stuff. And the fact that um, yeah, he had Abu Talib, but like Abu Talib, Abu Talib wasn't like he protected him pretty much. He wasn't like an influence on his life because he mm-hmm. obviously Abu Talib was a disbeliever. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying like. The fact that he had no man in his life to like influence him to like make him the man he is today, you know, that was left for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, mm-hmm. and you know, Angel Jibril coming to give him the message, and that was it. And then he received the revelation, and now he's the highest in status of all of mankind. He's going to be the first person to enter Jannah. Mm-hmm. You look at it like that. That's like trial and error. Obviously, maybe he he had shortcomings. He didn't have he, he didn't sin, but you see the fact that he went through so many things that uh, for him to finally figure out what like what was destined for him. Mm-hmm. And it's you the same know, thing you know, for us. You know, you know, you know a saying. You know a saying. I hate. I hate. But I hate the saying. Like y'all don't know my struggle, or you don't know my struggle. You don't know what I'm going through. Like, bro, every single human being on earth has say, a sad story. Could say the same exact thing. Everyone got a sob story. But yeah. like, you're in your position, and that person's in their position. Why? Because of the way they responded. It doesn't matter, bro. You could, bro. Like, like <laughs> even a modern day story, right? It's like it's all about you know the way you perceive things. It's about mm-hmm. your perspective about your perspective right mm-hmm. and this is a common story that you know you, you probably heard a hundred times and i'm gonna tell you 101 times so <laughs> here's a story it's two boys they grow up with an alcoholic dad and their dad was was a bum and he was barely in their life right mm-hmm. and then one son grew up to be an alcoholic and a bum and the other son grew up to be rich and successful now uh would you, would you ask they asked both the sons what what led you to be in this position they gave the same exact answer i watched my father it is your pers- it is it your, your perspective, perspective your is. your your perception. The way the way you decide to look at things is the way how you're gonna carry out your life. So if you have hope in, in the mercy of Allah and you have hope in in Allah and you have all and you 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 sit there and you just you you don't stop. There's nothing be, that can stop you. Imagine being imagine being like a, bro. Imagine being like a, a a brick wall and you can't be stopped. Like you're, you're consistent. Even you even if they, even through. if they even if they push you down, you get back up over. Like imagine, bro, if I were to punch a man a hundred times and he got back up a hundred and one times, like bro, just take my money. Imagine <laughs> shooting a man and he stands there <laughs> unfazed. Like, like could you like could you imagine, bro? Even who was the Sahaba that the Shaytan you walk on the other side of the road? Like he was afraid of him. It was Omar ibn Khattab. The Shaytan was afraid of this man. Could you imagine? Like imagine, a, imagine, imagine Satan, imagine Satan trying to come to you and you keep repenting. Like, bro, he's he's gonna give up. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know about that's that. What he wants you to do. The Satan wants you. To <laughs> he give wants up. you to give up. Yeah, he, wants, he wants you to like live with the mindset that oh, I did this. So I did this. So I can never. So I can never be clean. Allah will never forgive me. Or I can like, never bro, go back. Let's say, remember, we went to Umrah and we see people like we've seen people with tattoos. Like, bro, and they're they're at the house of Allah. You think Allah, God won't forgive you? You're still living. Look, look, hold on. Matter of fact, what you just said. The, the shaitan will come to you with thoughts of, oh, Allah is not going to forgive you. You sin too much. You've indulged in this sin too much. You keep on doing the same sin. This is an insult to Allah. Allah has revealed so many different beautiful names. Rahman, Rahim, Ghaffar, Wadud, you know, the most loving, the most merciful, the almost forgiving. All these, all these different mm-hmm. things. How are you just going to sit there and say, Allah is not going to forgive me? Or what are you trying to say? A sin is too big, too big for Allah? No, this is a complete insult to Allah. You have when when you when you seek the repentance of when you seek forgiveness in Allah, you have to believe He forgave you because there is no sin, no sin that is that is too great for Allah. Even the the worst sin, shirk, it is sent so long as you don't die from it. Even that can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine you commit the the most treacherous of sins, and shirk can't even com- be compared to, with any of the other major sins. Mm-hmm. You commit this sin, and even that can be forgiven so long as you don't die upon it. Mm-hmm. Look. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in the Quran, indeed, he forgives all sins. He also says in the Quran, he does not aim to make it hard on us. Mm-hmm. 
So whatever we go through, he tests those that he loves. You have to understand that when you get tested, you have to see that this is a test from Allah that for the fact that he loves you and he's trying to see it. Will you turn to him? Will you turn to him in repentance and guidance? And also the fact that uh, like when we when we turn to Allah, we're turning to him in a in in sincerity, like with pure intention and the fact that, you know, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive this sin. You have to go in saying, oh, if I say astaghfirullah a hundred times, I have to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave me. And the fact that, you know, when you send salawat on the Prophet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends you, uh, sends you blessings tenfold and he forgives uh, uh, your sins on top of that. You have to believe in that. You have to say like, I'm, I'm getting rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right now. Especially because if, if the sincerity in my heart, you know, I have khushu, I'm, I'm focused on, you know, like praying to Allah. And, you know, speaking to Allah in those types of moments, then you have to understand that, you know, there's nothing that should be able to overcome you. You know, shaitan should not have a, a hold on you if you know uh, in your heart that what you're doing is the truth. You you know you're doing it with, with sincerity and you you know, like, your heart is pure. Imagine knowing this. When you commit a sin and you seek the forgiveness of Allah, he forgives you. And not only on top of that, your forgiveness, your bad deed was also turned into a good deed. Yeah. How, 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 can, you, how can you lose knowing that? <laughs> You know that the fact that you don't, no matter what sins that you committed, you come with sins all the way to the sky and Allah will still forgive you. And on top of that, he will turn those into good deeds. Yeah, like how, look, could, how could you give up on that? Like, look, so many people, so many people live with a victim mindset. The fact that, oh, yeah. like you, like no, you said, yeah. nobody knows my struggle or you don't yeah. know what I've been through. Okay, nobody, it doesn't matter if nobody knows what you've been through. First off, Allah knows. And the fact that you're still here says that it wasn't too much for you. Yeah. Also the fact that, listen, also the fact that, um, people, they always want to think about how they're lesser than other people, like how they've gone through so much more than other people. Why don't you think about people who are less than you, people who have less than you, are less fortunate than you, who have less money than you, who, who, who live have in, gone through in more than you. Yeah, who live I in worse off people out uh, situations. It, like, it doesn't matter what you've gone through. There's always someone who's worse off. There's always someone who's Dude. gone through more, who's been tested more. You have to think, like, if you're someone who has all five of your senses and you can, like, you move fine, you're in perfect health. Even though you've been through a whole bunch of stuff, think about someone who's blind. They've never been able to see in their life. Think about someone who. Oh, let them who, cook. Yeah. Think about someone who had their legs cut off when they were young or something, or uh, someone who has like uh, mutations in their body that like doesn't let them function with the rest of society. And you're sitting here crying. You don't know my struggle, man. Yeah. You don't know their struggle. They, some some people are born with these disabilities, like, and that's that's a blessing from Allah. And, and we're not, look, they will be held in higher status on the day of judgment because of that, because they were tested. And we're not that. saying struggle struggle isn't hard. Like, okay, struggle is hard, but. Don't use that as an excuse. Who told anything in this life was going to be easy? Yeah, who told you it was easy? Like, struggle is part of the deal, And if though. you're still here, bro, I got I got news for you, buddy. It's, it's going to keep coming because your, your story's still not ended. Struggle is part of the deal. A lot of people, they want to look at us and be like, oh, man, look at the look at these youth, man. I want I want to be like them. Like, no, this didn't happen overnight. This took it. It took us a long time. Oh, but I heard a, I heard um I heard a saying. It was like if everyone if everyone got around and put their problems, like everyone you knew got their problems and put them on a table, you would take your problems and you would run away. You, put, you just push your problems on the table. You be like, you look at everyone else's. You just take your problems. And you run away because you don't know whatever you don't know what everyone's going through. And you're just gonna, oh, you don't know my struggle. Like, man, don't make excuses. Take accountability. Take play the cards that you're dealt. And Bro, and matter of fact, a lot of these like sob stories that people be talking about most most of the time nowadays is over like. Things they should have avoided in the first place. I go, oh yeah, my my girlfriend. Things that, broke things my heart. that were done for like, you. Like, look, listen, yeah. that was haram in the first place. Imagine yeah. you would have listened to Allah and, and not gotten into that haram relationship. You wouldn't be going through that right now. And then people, but, but people you put yourself in that situation. And then, but like, people also don't look at it like this. Oh, my girlfriend broke my heart. Now I'm never getting a girlfriend again. Look what Allah just did for you. Like he just he just you mean he made you realize why it was haram. He no. taught it taught you a lesson effectively. Like you shouldn't be out here trying to look for a girlfriend. You should be out here looking yeah. for a wife. Like yeah, like speaking for myself. How many, you know, how many glow ups and like people have we seen like 
that after a, a breakup or a hard like a heartbreak, which is hot on for them, they yeah. get better because and they stay away from that. They stay focused on themselves now because exactly. they realize the errors in their ways. This is what Allah has helped them. For myself, I've had moments like I have moments every once in a while where I'm like, dang, bro. Like I was a stupid kid whenever I did that thing. Like, <laughs> like I always think like, man, if I could go back in time, I'd smack myself upside the head or something like that. <laughs> because, it, yeah, because I'm like, but that's that's not me living in regret. That's just me like thinking, man, you know, you 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 always had it in you. You always yeah. had the ability to, you know, get close to Allah from the beginning. But see, there were times where you were lacking. And I mean, oh. obviously, everybody has a time where they were like, they were struggling. And, you know, struggle is part of the deen. But then, you know, that, see, that's that's still also part of the shaitan. You, like, I, and the fact that I acknowledge that is how how I know I'm getting better is because, you know, every time I have that thought, I'm like, oh, man, I'm not, I'm not letting you win this time. Like, this is, the shaitan's not going to get the better of me. I know that had to happen for me to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look, listen. I was I I heard this yesterday. I'm gonna ask you guys this question: Are you guys a lion or are you a sheep? I'm a lion. Yeah. <laughs> How about I don't you? Follow the herd. How about you? I'm a lion. But yeah, look, the truth really is, we have both of these inside of us. We have the lion and the sheep inside of us. But you decide what you want to awaken. You decide what you want to what you want to live by. Mm. It is your choice. Nice. Hey, everything nice. everything is your choice. You can nice. either choose to go down the right path or go down or go, or down, or go down the sorry path. <laughs> <laughs> That's fact. Yeah, no, I mean that is true. Now, wait, I want to like. We also, we also, well, we also said, how would you forgive other people? So, how would you, how do you forgive other people that like have wronged you? So, one thing I look at it as, especially when I'm looking at it for the sake of Allah, right? I never know what I could have done in the past that I have not seek, uh, that I didn't seek repentance for, or something that I may do in the future that I may. Just because on the day of judgment, when I when I stand in front of Allah, just because I decided to forgive that one person, that Allah Allah decides to forgive me. Just because I decided to forgive that one person, because like, look, if I'm holding the grudge, if I'm holding the grudge on this person, what is that gonna do for me? It's just gonna hurt me more. It's just gonna make me even more mad. I'm just gonna keep on dwelling on it, dwelling on it, dwelling on it. Oh, I can never forgive this person. Like, look, like, what what do you get out of it? All you do, all you're doing is focusing all your attention and energy on this person. Like, you're letting them wrong you even more. Exactly. You're just wronging yourself at this point. Passively. Pass- I mean, <laughs> we've, we've all been in a mindset where, like, if someone wronged us, we feel like we'll never forgive them or, like, yeah. they'll, they'll be our enemy for life type but of thing. At this point, to be, because, to be truthful, it's, it's not that serious. Like, yeah, yeah, like, well, is not that serious, my brother. The way, the way I've, like, approached things now, you know, living, living with Islam and trying to follow the sunnah, I've, like, I've taken, you know, conflicts and I've seen, like, okay, see, every conflict that I've, that I've ever been in, I, it could have been avoided. That's how I that's how I approach things now. Like if there's a fight that needs to happen, I'm gonna I'm not gonna try to just like throw my hands up. Like unless you like you come at me first, because you know, Islam is not passive, but if you come at me first for my religion, then I'm gonna defend myself. Or if I'm gonna defend myself or my family. Or but any other circumstances, I'm not I'm not gonna get in there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not gonna get in that fight because bro, if you step on my shoes, like why would I fight you? Like Come on, like so many people, they want they want wait, conflicts. Wait, 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 they want, wait, wait, they wait, 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 wait. But, but hold on, but hold on, hold on. We also have to take into account, like they really like. What if like they don't apologize? Like, what do you like? What if like like they're not even asking like for you to like 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 oh they're not apologizing to you or like asking for you to forgive them for what like if they step like on like the shoe? okay yeah say if they step on the shoe like they be, they be like eh, like they look at you and scum like they spit on you like. But like, what would you do? I mean, bro, that's at that point. That's still me looking for uh, for conflict. Because if know. I if I retaliate, then then I'm I'm just as low as them. 
Because, but I'm not going to be as low as that. I'm just going to let it uh, how about, go ahead. How about like, the story of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? What happened just, to him? I was just about to bring that up. What happened to him? In Mecca, he was driven out of his home. He he had all he had his he had his he had his daughters divorced in front of him. He had he had his he had pebbles and stones thrown at him till his shoes filled with blood. People spat on him. They drove him out of his city. And when he came when he came back with ten with ten thousand soldiers, what and he asked those people, "What do you think I'm going to do to you today?" What did they say? They're going to take they're going to take care of them. Take, take care. <laughs> but look, you know what he said to them? He says, "I forgive you," and he let all of them free. Yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't. Way worse than what I just explained right there. That's that's just a simple, like barely even scratching the surface of what of what they did to him and him and the companions. Yeah, and like we see the thing, the thing with forgiving others is just like forgiving ourselves. Like if you can forgive yourself, you should be able to forgive others because we all wrong. Yeah, we all wrong ourselves. We all wrong. Because it, 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 hold on. See, I know I just asked a stupid like a question, but like it also comes with the understanding knowing that they're not perfect, just as you're not perfect. So like. You're human. You're one another. We share the same blood. We share the same, you know, makeup. We share the same ancestors. So it's like, you're you're one another. Like, forgive them. You know. To like, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, He has a surah named Ar Rahman, the Merciful. And in that surah, He repeat one of the most repeated eyes in the Quran is, uh, for like, in which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? Mm-hmm. See. Mankind is heedless. We we give no thanks a lot of the time to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank a lot of other things for you know uh, for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us or has done for us. And that's and the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive us for that and forgive us and he says he forgives all sins. And the fact and you can't forgive someone who did something small to you, like nothing in this life could be so big to the fact that you can't forgive them if Allah can subhanahu wa ta'ala can forgive them. Like Obviously, you know, in a circumstance like if someone kills your family member, yeah, you, you have the right to go and like, take care of business. Yeah, yeah, you have the right to go back and do, do this exact same. But if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could forgive them, why wouldn't you forgive them? Like, if, let's say if you go, if you go to kill someone who killed your family member and they say, Wait, out of right intention, though. I, yeah, I'm saying, and you, um, they said, I've accepted Islam and I've repented for my sin. What would you do then? Would you still kill them? Because at that point, now you kill them as a shaheed. Now they're guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you lost. It doesn't matter. So you the let the is, anger get the best of you. Yeah. See, anger, anger is also like uh, it's a trait from the shaitan. Shaitan will like he will twist things uh, like twist. It also the it also reminds me of the Quran verse, and do not follow your desire. I don't know it in Arabic, but well, I I know it, but like I don't want to say it incorrectly. Do not follow your desires. Indeed, it will take you from the way like the way of Allah. So like, and this it's is why crazy. like don't follow from your own desire. And this is like, this is also like, bro, when you wake up, if you want to be successful, what's the main thing they tell you? Don't do what you want to do. Do what you have to do. Do yeah. what you gotta do. Do what you need to do. If you want to exactly. be, if you want to be like, what do they tell us as a man? If, if no one cares how you feel, you gotta do what you gotta do, no matter what. If you're sick, if you're sleepy, if you're tired, if you're like, heartbroken, look. it doesn't matter. That, so it's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells him in the Quran, he gives us this hikmah a long time ago, do not follow your desires and need will take you from the way of Allah. Yeah, because when you get angry or when you're ready to fight. A lot of the times your intention could be thrown out the window. Like you think, oh yeah, no, I'm doing this for Allah. You could tell yourself that. But indeed, only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly knows what happened in that moment. Because when you get angry, you lose sight of what's like, what's actually going on. A lot of the times, like if you're that angry to the point where you're about to fight, you lose, you don't, you're not remembering Allah because you're trying to, you're trying to focus on the person that you're about to fight. And the uh, also you lose sight of what you're doing the fight for. Once the fight starts, it's no longer about and like a, what a it's lot of for. men. It's a lot of like men, I'm gonna set yeah. my dominance in front of this and person, the, yeah. and I'm gonna if if I beat him up, now I'm gonna like I'm a gonna lot of sh- a lot of men are guilty type. of this. Well, it's because well, it's, it's 
It's another child. Like, even we're, we can be guilty of this, like, wanting to fight somebody. But, like, when you're angry, I don't know, man. Just like, you sit down, you know, forgive the person. Like, I'm, it's easier said than done is what I'm trying I to say. I remember us in a situation where, like, a fight could have broken out. And we had brothers talking about, oh, like, they, they were ready to just, like, throw hands. And I was like, what are you ready to throw hands for? Nothing happened to you. Obviously, yeah, maybe maybe they went for your brother. But I, there's... First, de-escalate the situation before it, it even gets to that point. If it, if that if that's inevitable, then now you're ready because now it's like okay, I've done my part now. You know, I've I've tried to you know calm this situation down. I've tried to you know remember Allah in this in this moment. And if if that doesn't work now, I'm okay. I'm going to defend my brother. I'm going to defend my property. I'm going to defend myself. Defend my family. You know, fight for the sake of Allah. That type of thing. But see, it shouldn't like a lot of people. They they. Think with their fists. They think yeah. firstly, like like here's fight a, is the and first thing. They end up instinct. regretting it. Hold on, yeah, here's, exactly. yeah, here, like, here's another thing I want to talk about. Say you end up in a scenario where you're about to engage in combat with another person. Say you clap him up, clap him <laughs> up, right? And then you go back and you're feeling bad about this. Well, like now this, like you, you, and you've done it with wrong intention. You've sinned. This sin, you don't like. This is not a sin between you and Allah. This is a sin, like this is between yeah, you I'll and him. Forgive you. You have to go seek forgiveness for him, like. And I I'll encourage you, if, bro, if you're a man, if you can't swallow your pride and go and apologize to someone that you clapped up, you already clapped them up. Why you got to like um, still have pride for like, like go apologize to him. Even like, 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 it's the same you, thing. You, you want to cut, um, cut the ties, cut the ties of animosity between look, you and it's the another. same thing with backbiting and slander. Yeah, so yeah like, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. You could seek forgiveness of that from, from Allah, but also you, you got to go seek forgiveness from the person you wronged, the person you spoke badly about. Yeah, swallow your pride if, and because slander is, um, if it's, uh, if it's true, uh, if it's true and like you say it about them, but you like you say it behind their back, backbiting is if it's not true. Either way, it's still a sin. They're both like grave sins. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like the backbiter or the sl uh, mm -hmm. slanderer. Mm -hmm. So if you seek them. forgiveness of that, you still have to seek forgiveness from the person you wronged. Even if what you said about them was true. Even if I said like... Because you don't got I no knew, business diminishing like, knew, their honor uh, behind their back. Let's say like I, mm, I seen someone in a strip club. I'm like, oh, that's a prostitute. If I said that behind her back, like even if it's true... I still slandered her, and I, I have no right to say that. I have no right to say that about another person because you know it's not it's not my like, business. Well, no, no, like maybe like you have to rephrase that. Like, say she's a dirty prostitute. Like, if you say something like that, you have no right. Yeah, you have no right to say that. Like, and you have to go seek forgiveness. You have to go tell her like, oh, I said so and so, and I have to like forgive me. Like, because and this is this is something that's so prevalent in today's time. Because, bro, you could someone you don't even know. Like, you could talk about like think about any famous person on the internet. Think about how much they get slandered and backbitten. And like people don't even know, and you don't know how like how disgusting and dirty that is. Like, bro, you're talking about another person. You're trying to diminish their honor for what? So we, just I to mean, create conversation with another with another friend. Like you, you're that boring. You have to talk about other people. Or not even just that. Like, look, I hate when people come to me to talk about another person. Well, how, I, do I know I them, how do I know you're not doing that about me yeah, behind my I, back? I tell them, bro, I'll be like, go away from me. Nigga. I don't want to talk <laughs> to you. What are you doing? Yeah, like you really like, have nothing better to do. <laughs> It was, it was really it was really prevalent in high school where like people would just come to you talking about another person. I'm like, yo, like leave me out of this. I don't like, want to talk about like, these yeah, people. Like, is this really what you guys find entertainment in? Is, if you like, have to, <laughs> bro, if, if there's something bothering you about a person, go talk to them, bro. Go settle it with <laughs> them. Broke him, broke him to me like exactly. I was gonna do something. Like, what are imagine, you doing? Imagine, imagine he got a problem with you and he comes and talks to me about it, like. Like, dude, I, I'm like, I'm gonna be the one to solve the problem. Like, dude, go talk to him. You got a problem with him? Talk to him about the problem. Yeah, no, only only him and you can solve the problem. Yeah, the only other place you can go to talk about another person is if you're going to a love, you're seeking like um, help or guidance from Allah about someone or about a situation involving someone else. Because other than that, if you're talking good, that's fine, man. That's yeah, fine. if you're talking good, or but you to just diminish say, their like, honor, to to belittle them, 
bro, you like, like a scum. Here, I'll give you an example. Let's say, let's say he wronged me, mm-hmm. and I'm angry. Like I'm trying, I want to retaliate, and then, and and then I go, I go to Allah, and I seek, I seek uh, guidance, and I ask him, Ya Allah, like I want to retaliate, but like I'm trying to, I'm trying to like follow your path in the way of the prophet and I don't want I don't want to retaliate but like you know these thoughts in my mind you know they're they're taking over type of thing because you know how people their desires they will take over so quick because you know yeah. that's shaitan shaitan is calculated he's quick he's been here shaitan is since patient. he's been here since the beginning of um humans were created and, and before that and you know, he, he asked Allah to reprieve him until the day of judgment. So he's had all this time to think and to recruit uh Shayatin to, to you know work for him and uh spread fitna in the land. So you think that he can't he can't influence you a little bit? Nah, you you're you're lost and you're you need to be guided. Because, you need to seek refuge in Allah. Cause yeah, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he warned us about this. So if he warned us about that, we should take that with the utmost of like, you know, mm-hmm. like we should be you could be heedless about everything else. You can't be heedless about that. Because Shaitan is he's very like he's smart and he will come he will come at you, he will make things look beautiful that are not beautiful. He will make like your desires look like they're better for you over things like the salah and dua. He'll make things like those things look worse off. Be like, nah, you shouldn't know. even do that because and you've I been don't sinning. Know in what world does fighting and violence look beautiful to anybody? Well, you know why? Because they, you know want, how, they want the recognition. Wait, they want whoa, whoa, whoa. they want the status. Oh, yeah, why? I can't I can't understand. Look at look at look at where we live today. We live in America. We live in the West, bro. So many people they they handle their problems with their fists. You look at how many and fights and how many people, bro. People many, don't understand how, how dangerous that is. Have you ever like, bro? We've seen like people really get hurt. Like people understand how dangerous like violence and like but people have pe- like like he said people want that status people want that like Satan has twisted it so differently because when you truly look at him you truly see two men fully angry yeah. at each other violently and they're fighting like bro it's ugly like exactly like i don't even want to be there like that's like that's scary i don't want that to happen like i don't want that for anybody and for, look how satan has like twisted it for me for example right like this is just me me like uh I could have been in like so many different fights, but me, I'm like, bro, I'm actually afraid of what I can actually do to this person because I know what, what I can do when I'm mad. Mm-hmm. And like, just imagine like seeing like other men, like with, let's say more strength or so. These imagine two imagine what they could do to me. Like, bro, exactly. Like, like I got, bro, I have people, I have stuff to take care like, of. Like what if, what if, what if you kill this person mm-hmm. on accident? On you didn't accident, even mean to. Yeah, even mean, and this has happened. And before. you just wanted to look good for a fight video. <laughs> Stuck for but a like, lot, it, it can actually happen. <laughs> Stuck for a lot. You, you you hit them. You hit them too hard in the wrong place, and it's yeah. over. Or like, let's say like you you don't even kill this person, but let's say you cause them to go blind in one eye or something. Mm-hmm. Or like now they can't breathe or out like, of their nose. Or like you you because another mind on a clock. They have no consciousness of Allah. When this, when these situations break out, there's no thoughts in their mind other than the fact of the opponent in front of them. They don't. They're not thinking about oh yeah, one day I'm I'm gonna be in front of Allah. You know, I'm gonna have to answer for everything that I did in front of Allah. But no, at that moment they're thinking, "Oh no, I'm only, I'm, I'm, I'm going for you. I'm going for the man in front of me, the dude who wants to fight me, and I'm gonna prove to everybody here, like, don't mess with me." So then, when they hear my name, they're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's the dude that beat so and so." Like, no, like, bro. Now, what happens on the day of judgment when you have to answer to Allah? You can't fight Allah. What you gonna do? Exactly. Huh? You're gonna get clapped up, like, bro. Imagine, imagine someone making you so angry that, like, if someone can make you angry to the point where they want to put you want to put your hands on them, like, bro, you're a sheep and they're your master. Like, <laughs> at this point, you they can control you at any point. But, I feel, I feel, bro, people say but, this is not something that's look, like not known. This is known. People know if, this. If you've ever been in those types of situations or you've ever been that type of person, it's never too late for you because if you're still living here, if you wake up from your sleep the next day, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you another, another opportunity to get closer to him, mm-hmm. to be able to reach the highest statuses in Jannah and, you know, to be able to uh, to one day meet him and meet the prophets as well. Like, you have to you have to live with the fact that every single day, if you're in a constant state of repentance and seeking forgiveness, 
then you know bad deeds won't be racked up for you. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard, I've heard in in a khutbah that um, when you do a bad deed, the angels they won't write it down right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the bad deed or for the, for good, the good deed, deed. they'll they'll write it uh, they'll write it down right away. You know what's also good? Good deeds for the most part, if not all the time, they're they're always multiplied. Yeah. When you get a sin, it's only once. Written and down. We're once. talking about good deeds and bad deeds, like in sins, like bro, this this type of stuff they have like an effect on you and your character, like yeah. in your appearance, like bro, you can like even like the most mashaikh, like bro. He'll sit and talk in a room and everyone will just respect him and adore and like and literally will, they will sit down and they'll listen to him with their complete intention. Phones on silent, no one will look at their phones. Sitting on the if floor. Just, sitting on the floor. And just because he's a Mashiach, like you don't know anything about him, but you know because his status, his honor. He like he's done good deeds. Like his good he's done so many good deeds that his his they're they're beginning to show. And then there's also people out there, like they sin so much, you just look at him like you don't even want to be next to them. Like you, yeah. like, bro, you like just get that vibe off. Of you just get that vibe, like, bro, you're filthy. Go away from me. Well, as as a person, like as I've gotten closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I've learned that, you know, there are certain people that, you know, their vibe and like their character, it'll show and it'll like it'll kind of like repel me. It's like it's like a stench from like the, the it's garbage. Like, it's like I don't if know. If I don't know if, if this I'm is just me. Y'all let me, bro. Everyone let me know. Like Listen, when, if you've ever seen like a person or been with like around a person and like you know, like and they just do like very grimy stuff and you're just like, Wow, I don't want to be next to this person. I don't even want to yeah, be near I'm this saying person. that's for me. I've yeah. been in those situations where I'm like where like their their character and like the the way they are. It's like it, it releases like a stench. It's like it repels me away. It's like we're like opposite attracting. Um, yeah, but it's uh, also it called? The, like it's magnets. Also, it like it pushes me. But it's also away. the same for like um people who, like who do amazing deeds. Like bro, like I want to be next to this person. Like like man, I need to I need to be with him. Like when I wanna, when I want to hang out, I want him with me. Like when I want to go to the match, I want him with me. Like but there's also people like that. Even with that being said, like with the. With those people that commit all those sins, it's never too late for them yeah. to seek the forgiveness of Allah and to repent and to change their ways completely. And we see it happen every single there's day. Nothing, there's people. nothing more beautiful than a comeback story in, exactly. any, in anything, in any regard. Like there's there's a hadith on the Prophet where the one who seeks forgiveness for a sin is at, is the same as if the one who never committed the sin in the first place. And well, that right there is also something for you to look at. And only on top of that, right? That bad deed also just now turned into a good deed. Mm-hmm. Look, if you knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most forgiving, you know, if you say astaghfirullah uh, a hundred times a day, or if you say things like subhanallah wa bihamdihi, subhanallah al like a hundred times, then your sins will be wiped away. They will be expiated. But Even you have to say it with sincerity. You can't just, yeah, like, you I'm can't saying, be doing artificial istighfar. No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> but look, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he forgives all sins. Even if you don't know if you sinned, if you're still saying that, you're, st- you're getting good deeds. Even if you haven't sinned. Because, you know, living in a state of repentance and forgiveness, it's only beneficial for you. It'll only bring you good stuff. You know, the benefits of like making istighfar or, you know, saying saying duas for forgiveness or for repentance or selling, sending salawat on the Prophet. Those things, like the, the reward is unknown. Like you, you have no idea how much reward you're truly getting uh, in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also... I heard that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent, uh, he has a hundred levels to his mercy. He sent down one to earth and he kept 99 for him. Yep. And if you think that only one, only one level of his mercy is on, on earth right now effectively. and all the times that, you know, people have sinned and they have not even uh, sought forgiveness yet. And they're still walking the land. They're still walking. They're still, they're still, they're still, they're still, 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 like they still have a chance to seek forgiveness. They still get a drink of water. Yeah. You know, as long as the, the sun is not risen from the West, you still have a chance to repent. You always have a chance to repent. Like there's there's nothing that should be like stalling your uh you seeking repentance. Even if you don't know that you've sinned, if you seek repentance, it's only better for you because it'll bring you great blessings. And I can speak from that for like for myself. When I when I seek repentance or when I say istighfar a hundred times a day or more, like the benefits like 
far outweigh the time it takes for me to say istighfar. Especially when you're like, um, when you're when you're sincere about it. Like when I go to the gym and I'm driving, you know, I'm just sitting in silence most of the time because I don't listen to music. Like I'll listen to Quran here and there to like you know get like be able to recite and memorize some surahs. But when I'm not. I'm sitting there saying istighfar. I'm looking at the sky. I'm like, like this is Rabb al-Samawati wal-Ard, the one who created what I'm looking at right now, like the beautiful trees that I'm looking at, and the skies and the clouds, and like the atmosphere, the air I'm breathing. You know, he allowed he allowed for all this to come to fruition with just his command. So, like, who am I to not try to seek forgiveness for all the wrong that I've done in this land? Like, I want to be able to sit on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell me, you know, you you've sought forgiveness for your sins, like you can enter Jannah through my rahmah. That's what I want. And I, I want that for everybody out there too. But like we have to understand that we're humans, we sin. But the, the sins we don't sin out define of human us. weakness. Yeah. The sins they don't define us. Yeah, sin sinning is inevitable. What defines you is how you how you get up from that sin, how you progress from that sin, and how you leave that sin behind, especially if it's a like a bad habit type of sin. Like if you if you could leave that behind, you know that strength, that strength that was given to you by Allah. Like you said in that Quran verse that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He strengthened uh, mankind. He gave us strength. Not ourselves. This is not this like nothing. Nothing from us is from us. Like all of this is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Our success is from people, Allah. The people that get too prideful and too arrogant. Like, look, imagine you as a human being. Like, well, let's say if I create a, a robot or something, I'm the one who programmed for it what to do and what to say, and I'm the one who gave it the strength. <laughs> and you're yeah. gonna sit here and as a human being, you're gonna be prideful and arrogant towards your Lord. Mm. Like, you, <laughs> you need to be humble. Like mankind and you will doesn't be give thanks. Mankind doesn't give thanks, man. But um. Yeah, you know, with, with that being said, um, that can close out this video seeking, speaking on forgiving yourself, forgiving others and seeking the forgiveness of Allah, you know, repenting to Allah. Um, it's like it's, it's huge in Islam. Like we have to always be living in a state of repentance and forgiveness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with so much. And, uh, you know, yeah, with that being said, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and be on the lookout soon for more stuff to come. All right, salam alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Like I said in the beginning of the video, make sure you guys like, subscribe, turn on post notifications if you are new. And uh, just to remind you guys, we're not scholars. You know, we're just still, we're always students of knowledge. We're always trying to seek better knowledge. So if we made any mistakes, please correct us. We're always open for that. And yeah, salam alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Salam alaikum warahmatullahi